Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brendan McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Socket Call. Pleased to be joined by one of the newest Friars out of the portal and coming into Friartown, Clifton Moore, transfer from LaSalle, got his college start in Indiana. Uh, Clifton, first of all, thanks for joining me here. No, I appreciate you. I'm excited to be here. Um, first of all, uh, you uh, committed or officially said you were, you were going to be coming to PC on Sunday morning, Easter Sunday. But we got a little bit of a tip on Saturday night. Ed Crosswell, your former teammate at LaSalle, put out there a little bit of a tweet that uh, we should keep an eye on about something. And we weren't thinking about you at the time. We were thinking about other players. But um, I don't know if you saw that tweet. But uh, just talk about what this whole process is like for you, you know, going into the portal and coming up to PC and checking out the campus. Uh, no, I didn't know that he tweeted that. But obviously me and Ed, you know, have a good relationship. Um, and also another player on the team. Uh, that you guys might know, Al Durham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my roommate uh, for two years at Indiana. So uh, we got a special connection. So uh, we've been communicating that way. Uh, it was texting me on the visit. Um, and yeah, just the process of transferring, uh, putting my name in the portal. You know, they were one of the first ones to reach out to me. Um, There's a lot of schools, but you could really feel um, the love and uh, the difference. You know, obviously, like you said, PC reached out to you very quickly, but you wanted to take a visit. What were the conversations like with maybe Coach Ivan Thomas, with Coach Cooley before you came on campus? And how much were those really powerful and wanting you to come and maybe take that next step and come up to PC and check the check out the place? Uh, for a visit, it was really um, the relationship that they have with the players. Um, and I know that from, you know, Al and, uh, and Ed. and um, really just um, everybody's on the same page. And it was just really interesting to me how everybody was just so excited and it was just a positive atmosphere. And so, yeah, I decided to take a visit and check it out for sure. And Al Durham, he tweeted out, you know, treat my boy right, Friartown. Uh, so, um, um, but you said he was your roommate back in Indiana. You know, uh, any good Al Durham stories and how much did you just keep in touch with him throughout the years? Oh man, we were really close, you know. I come and see him uh, almost every summer, uh, stay at his house. You know, we're really close. Uh, even at Indiana, we just hung out every day. So we've been connecting uh, frequently over the years. That's my guy. And then uh, Ed Crosswell, you weren't officially teammates. You practiced against him in 2019-20 while you were sitting out, I think, after transferring from Indiana. But what were those battles like in practice with him? Oh, yeah, it was intense. as real physical. Um, it was some great battles, you know, as a great player. Uh, yeah, it was obviously my sit-out year, so I didn't have a chance to play with him. I feel like it would be a great opportunity to play with him at the time. You know, that was the plan uh, coming into my sit-out year. But uh, you see how it works out now. And how much of the opinions of both Al Durham and Ed Crosswell really resonated with you as you, you got up to PC and, you know, you saw the campus and everything and everything that may have told you before on campus and while you're on campus really hit home for you and maybe helped cement your commitment. Uh, I would say it's a, it's a big part to know that, you know, the players, coaches are on the same page and everybody um, has the same message and, and just a po- positive buy-in. And I just feel like I want to be part of something special like that. Now I'm sure you did your homework and saw that PC had front, had front court needs, you know, losing, um, no, uh, Nate Watson, also Noel Hawkler, both to graduation. How much did that appeal to you as well, knowing that there was an opportunity to come in right away and uh, have front court minutes available to you? Yeah, I feel like there was a plan for me. Um, 
to be able to come in and make an impact, uh, you know, offensively and defensively uh, with the things that I could do. And uh, that was something I was looking at as well. Like being a grad transfer, being my last year, that was something I was looking at as well. You know, you're not a traditional big in the sense that we're just going to throw you down the blocks and let you go one-on-one. You know, you also can stretch out the defense. And that, that looks like a trait that you had way back in even high school. How much, it, you know, working that outside shot is something that you've really worked on throughout your basketball career. And maybe this past season at LaSalle was like really the first chance for you to really kind of, you know, take your game to the perimeter. Yeah. I feel like in high school, that's what really gained a lot of traction with me, being my size, you know, 6'10", um, being able to handle and shoot and, and drive and take care of mismatches, be versatile like that. Um, and, you know, I showed flashes of that at the cell, and I think that I could do a lot. Um, and also um, with the one-on-one game in the post, I feel like that's like another big part of my game as well. So just being able to be versatile, being able to pass, being able to create shots for other people, um, all of that. And being six foot 10, you know, you're also a bit of an aircraft carrier on the defensive end. You average, you know, over two blocks a game this past season. How much is that just was a, a, a point of emphasis you may be going into uh, this past season at LaSalle? Yeah, that was a point of emphasis to really protect the rim. Um, I feel like I've got good timing, good length, uh, seven, three wingspan and um, I'm pretty athletic. And so I can really, you know, cover up for some mistakes and, either my teammates or step up for myself. Um, I feel like that's a big part uh, and I can make a big impact that way. Because one thing that, you know, the, this PC program has lacked the last maybe, you know, half dozen years or so was a, a true rim protector. And, you know, just looking at what you did this past year, you really fit that profile. Um, how much was that something that Coach Cooley or Coach Thomas talked to you while you were on your visit? Yeah, being able to protect the rim was a big thing. And I feel like I can even improve on it. Um, as I come in um, and being able to, you know, be versatile in the defensive end, um, you know, that was a big factor. And also, too, um, you know, just watching a few highlight clips of you, you know, you can also run the floor as well. You know, you're not afraid to get out of the fast break and, you know, get ahead of the defense and leak out. Um, just uh, how much is that also a part of your game as well? You know, trying to get out in transition. It's not like you're going to be sitting back, you know, maybe let the perimeter guys go up the court. You know, you're going to be running the break as well. Yeah, I think my athleticism and my ability to space the floor, stretch the floor, put pressure on the defense, uh, run to the rim, um, sometimes find open space in the perimeter, drive, kick um, the defense. Just my ability to move and my ability to just um, be versatile that way is a big part of my game, being like an energy type um, mobile big. You um. You know, have not been to the NCAA tournament. You know, PC was there this past year. You know, won the biggest regular season championship. How much is that was a driving force for you to come to a program with, you know, a successful, you know, six season coming off a successful season and a chance to really get there again? Obviously, you know, they know how to get it done and they know uh, what it takes. And so that was a big part too. And I feel like I want to be something, be a part of something special. And you were up here the same weekend as uh, Devin Carter, a fellow Friar commit from uh, South Carolina. Did you have a chance to kind of bump into it all on your recruiting visit? And uh, how much are you looking forward to playing with him? And also Noah Locke, who, uh, you know, kind of got this uh, banner weekend started for the Friars by committing on last Friday. Yeah, I'm excited to play with these great players. Uh, I heard about the Noah Locke commitment on my visit. And towards the end of my visit, I, you know, I saw Devin and spoke to him. Um, 
you know, and I feel like he felt the great vibes, you know, as we were out to eat and the connection from the fans and everything like that. So he started off his visit with a great, uh, a great outlook. Now, Devin got a little, uh, you know, he had fun interacting with the fans on social media. Did you kind of like check your Twitter or your Instagram and see like, uh, you know, fans were like, you know, kind of, you know, wanted to see, oh, you're going to commit, you're going to do this and that. And what was the, like the general vibe you got from PC fans, like through social media? Oh man, there's some, they gave mad love. I'm not going to lie. Um, blowing up my phone, you know, it was all positive. So I was really surprised that on my visit, even after my visit, you know, all the messages and all the love, uh, we were walking around in the city, um, everybody stopping, uh, and coach would talk to pretty much everybody. And so I could just, I really just peeped that. And I really saw that, uh, and that resonated with me. Now, this was your only visit you took as part of your time in the transfer portal. You said you had other visits lined up. Just how comfortable were you with everything that you got to see in person to make that decision? And I think, like you said, you made your announcement on Sunday morning, but your mind was made up on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. My mind was made up Saturday night and I decided to wait, um, just weigh my options, like, I weigh my options, but like, you know, um, like waiting till the morning and, but I already knew to, to be honest, you know, I was sure, uh, what I wanted and I just felt it was just a gut feeling. Um, and just taking everything into consideration, it felt like the right move and I'm very excited. Now you and uh, Devin Carter actually posted to Twitter at the same exact time, 10 21 on Sunday morning. That wasn't planned. Was it? <laughs> That was not planned. I did not know uh, that. But when I saw it, you know, it kind of uh, stuck with me. And I was like, you know, it's a sign. Uh, it wasn't planned. You know, nobody said anything to me. Um, but I just felt like, um, you know, it was special. So I just saw and we connected, you know, on social media and all that. So, you know, uh, being at the same time, it was just great. Well, listen, Clifton, uh, you know, best of luck finishing up at LaSalle, your studies, and uh, looking forward to seeing you up there this summer working out. And uh, you'll be part of an outfit that look, is looking to get back to the Sweet 16 once again and see if they can defend their Big East regular season title. So I'm sure you're excited about two of those, both of those aspects. Absolutely. And I appreciate you for having me. Well, that should do it for the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. Uh, thanks to Clifton Moore for joining me, and we'll be back with a fresh episode soon. So until then, take care, everyone.